Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. How are you this week? I'm doing well. It's been a whirlwind week, and we are back once again to talk about Fire Emblem Heroes. I feel like this will be a lighter sort of content episode, but we're going to make the best of it for sure. Yep, and don't worry, tomorrow um, IS will drop all kinds of news on us out of nowhere. I mean, that seems to like be they the did case. last week. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We kind of got a, eh, you know, we got some, we got a dumping ground last week after we recorded, so um, it's oh. a good, yeah, it happens. Well, we'll discuss it in a few minutes, but yeah, we got a surprise next, last Monday. Yeah, no, it's always good to uh, keep to have is playing with us by dropping some news right after we record that makes you feel like a true podcast covering a live game i think that's how a lot of a lot of people that's how you know you've made it as a as a podcast for a specific game is that they drop news right after you record just to twist the knife uh yeah but uh, let's talk about some banners we got a, a a bit of a doozy running right now a lot of good stuff you've got heroes with dragon fang running to the six You've got uh, Leif and Nana's uh, bound hero battle. Is it Nanas? Nanas? I feel like there was a comment when Nana came out it's and people uh, were giving me heck. Yeah, it's a um, yeah, it's a Japanese-only game. So exactly how they want us to pronounce it, I don't know. I haven't heard anyone say it out loud. So mm. all right, Nana, Nana, depending on how you want to, maybe the double N makes means it's supposed to be Nana. Nana, yeah. Nana, uh, that goes to the fifth. We've got Mythic Naga, the Mythic le- or the Mythic Banner, running until the sixth. Martial Bonds, which is the upcoming voting gauntlet, until the ninth. And Marital. Marital. What did I say? Marshall. Marshall. <laughs> Marshall makes it sound like it's like martial arts, but no, it's uh, it's yeah, it's or still martial the... weapons, which would be swords and. True. It's still the bride banner. I don't want people to think, well, is there a karate banner that got announced? Is that the big news they're talking about? No. Yeah. No karate Bridal voting gauntlet banner. Yeah. And speaking of the bridal uh, voting gauntlet, you've also got the three bridal banners running. Bridal belongings, bridal bloom, and bridal blessings running till the 21st, 22nd, and 24th, respectively. So lots to summon from. Yep, I'll admit I was a bit surprised by the voting gauntlet, but we'll cover that in a moment. Uh, but of course, we want to go over our summoning this week. Of course. Yeah, how'd you do, man? Because I know you're you, you probably had some some targets in this mythic banner. Uh, only two, but you know I hopped in, of course, going for Naga, um, and you know they had to put Lou on there, the one unit that I don't have uh, that's on banners uh, for my summoning pool or my hero catalog um i actually managed to get really lucky on my naga hunt and got her in my first in the like 70 or so orbs i had gathered up since uh after the bridal banner um i hopped in decided to go and hop in a little bit more uh focusing on greens to try and get lou to fill out that uh hero catalog um but got a spare legendary lin and at this point, I believe I'm going to go ahead and call it and start saving up for, uh, if not the new Heroes banner is coming up, the new Hero banner coming up, uh, some the next one after that. Cool. No, I mean, there's probably a lot of banners coming up that you're going to want to 
save those orbs for considering you're a bit of a collector but you know with the mythic banner coming out i have kind of because i'm kind of those people who goes for the specific characters and when i miss them i don't really i don't really buy orbs it's a it'd be a slippery slope for me and i like the way i've been playing the game so far but uh there's a couple heroes one that i really felt like i missed and and wanted to get at was uh, new year's gunthra uh, she had the really cool art with the sword that she'd pull out and she'd like add the extra ice flare to it as she pulled the sword out or or that's how it looked at least in the art and so i was aiming for red and blue which you know it's always nice to have two colors to go for just in case when you're sniping on the legendary banners and i know some people say you're not supposed to do that but um anyways i i always like to have two orbs i'm going for and red was kind of a sweet spot where there were two heroes i was would hope to get which was uh new year's gunthra and legendary erica uh, and then Blue, obviously Naga, but Blue was kind of overwhelmed with two other characters I already had, which were Brave Hector and Legendary Tiki. Uh, but uh, yeah, I had no luck with Erica, but I did get a Gunthra pretty early on. And then with Blue, I was kind of dancing around. I got a Brave Hector. And then I think when I completed the ring, I got a New Year's Fiorm, which I already had. But, uh, you know, after a couple more attempts, I, I did finally get, uh, you know, Mythic Naga. So I'm probably calling sure. it there. Legendary Erica will probably just have to wait and build out that that red side and maybe make it a more attractive orb to to go after on a legendary or mythic banner. So I don't know. Pretty good. Pretty happy with that haul, especially New Year's Gunther. I felt like I know she's probably not like the greatest hero ever, but I just really liked her design, and I finally have a Gunther. So you know, um, can play it in multiple games. I'll learn how to talk one of these years. Uh, you can play the game in multiple ways. Uh, you can try and min-max it, or you can go for characters you like. And, you know, whether they're the greatest hero or not, as long as you're not trying to do super competitive stuff, it doesn't really matter, because I think most heroes, especially if built right, can handle most of the single-player stuff. Mm-hmm. So, No, that's true. And the game is very flexible, so you can kind of, you know build up a lot of heroes in whatever way you see fit but i I think it was a very good mythic banner there was uh i believe sandman someone in the discord has been doing some really great breakdowns and sort of offering some ratings for the for the banners the mythic banners and it seemed like red and obviously blue were very high just because of you know mythic naga being so powerful and we'll talk about her in a bit but also red being quite stacked with uh, i think it was gunthra Erica and, and Erica, yeah, yeah. So it was it was a pretty good haul overall, and and a lot of potential. And we'll go over the legendary banner later on in the episode. But I did want to touch on the fact that there was this bit of news that dropped right after we recorded. I think the next day, which was this deep bonds event, kind of related to the whole bridal blessings, martial bonds type thing. Um, Marital again. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Again, no surprise karate banner. I'm very sorry, everybody. Um, I don't mean to keep getting your hopes up. So anyways, uh, <laughs> I did that on purpose. Um, this Deep Bonds event, how, how have you felt about this kind of event that they've dropped to kind of like, uh, I don't know, like freshen up the metagame, I'd say, because it's not really rewards, it's more just, well, it's it's kind of a combination of everything, really. Yeah, um, it just, it's kind of nice of them to tie all the events together, especially with the theme, since they have the you know, uh, bridal banners running, um, you know, the 
uh, other than the Leaf and Nana or Nana hero battle, you know, it's, you know, most, it's all stuff to do with, you know, the bridal theme, pretty Mm -hmm. much. I mean, although I guess the, uh, whatchamacallit quests, the um, mock battle quest is just trying to get people to do to do the not mock battles but did you did, uh, did you have a hard time trying to find out how to do that because i sure did I, like the first couple days uh, i was like how do i I'd do ha- this i'd have to go do that to find out how easy or hard it is to do well so. it's kind of buried right it's buried in the f- i think you go to rankings then you change the rankings to friends and then you can challenge your friends and honestly it's a really cool way but it's kind of buried i feel like they should integrate it into the friends list. And then when you click on a friend, you can actually, you know, and maybe they'll do this once they add like arena battle, arena mock battle, where you can go in and say, oh, I want to arena mock battle this guy, or I want to AR mock battle this guy. And I think that would be the best way to do it. Uh, but yeah, it, it's you're right. It's really cool that they've kind of packaged all the events going on with the voting gauntlet, the bridal, uh, you know, banners, the uh, login bonus, and there's a bunch of quests, so the AR mock battle to get people to do that. There's all new Ether Raid sort of structures, uh, but they're they're uh, flavor structures. They don't actually do anything. And then there's yeah. the pare down quest, which is basically asking you to to use two or fewer allies, which is kind of like you know fits with the theme of you know partners and all that fun stuff. So it worked yep. quite well. Um, and then they yeah, had like they... some extra stuff too, right? Uh, they had like the double XP and SP, and then there were the two sets of quests. And I guess, yeah, the Ether Raid stuff, but. Yeah, not much. That was about it. The Leaf and Nana battle and the voting gauntlet, which threw me off when we finally received the actual banner telling us who's going to be on the gaunt- in the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was fully expecting Marth and Sita to be in there, especially since there are other Bride and Groom characters that remind me know, what the they, what the voting gauntlet um pairs are because honestly i hadn't checked it and uh, it starts tomorrow right pen louise uh kwan and ethlyn which is the other one i guessed uh then we have sigurd and deirdre and uh i forget what the final pair is um i didn't catch sigurd and deirdre or the last one i was expecting marth and Sita and then alm and selica mm-hmm uh, looks like Bartre and, um, what's her name? Carla. But not, they don't have bridal, obviously. Uh, no, the only bridal characters in the actual gauntlet are, uh, Pent and Louise. Oh. None of the others have bridal outfits. It seems like a missed opportunity. Like, I mean, especially I mean, since you do have some pairs, like your example of Martha guess- and Sita are perfect. Yeah, I guess technically um, these characters are married when you meet them in the game mm-hmm. or some other point in the game where you confirm they're definitely married. Uh, like Quan and Ethlyn are the parents of Leaf. Uh, Barter and Carla, uh, I believe Fur is their kid. Yeah. And Sigurd and Deirdre have, um, oh, what's the name? The guy who's... Julia Gerabeth. It's yeah, a Japanese game. Julia's one of them, and um, is it Leif? Leif? No, Leif is Quan and Ethlyn. Oh, okay. I don't, but, I mean I don't know that franchise. They're that series, right? Yeah. So. Sigurd and Deirdre have 
like essentially I think Sigurd's the lord you play as in the first half of genealogy and second half you play as his son whose name I can't think of right now so right yeah. well I mean the voting on it starts uh, on the third and I mean we won't have to wait long but what other stuff's happening over the next week because we've got like what we've got we've got some fun stuff coming up right uh, yeah, uh, coming up, as we mentioned, we do have that voting gauntlet. We have a uh, Grand Hero Battle Revival of Garneth that starts when um, the current one ends. Um, oh, Seleph, that was his name. Sorry. Oh, good. It came to you. That's the important part. <laughs> oh, I looked it up. But yeah, Heroes with Flyer Formation Banner is coming up, as well as a bunch of Flyer Mastery Quests starting on the 8th. And the banner is on the 6th when the Dragon Fang one ends. It's not too bad. It'll be a strong week, and I'm sure we'll get some. There'll probably be an announcement of what the next patch will be at some point, because we are coming up yeah, early June, I'm, right? I'm figuring tomorrow or the next day we'll probably get the update announcement. I mean, you know, if we start recording on Monday, if we figured that out and we started recording on Monday, you know they'd announce it on Tuesdays, just to spite us. Uh, all right, well, let's move into our topic here, which is the Mythic Banner, including Mythic Naga. We're going to start off with a banner overview because, you know, these banners contain a lot, a lot of strong heroes that are highly sought after. And uh, obviously you've got Mythic Naga. Again, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But with the, you know, the 8% exclusive summoning rating on 11 other heroes, uh, we talked about a couple in our summoning results who we were aiming for. But I'm wondering if there are some other folks on here that we want to spotlight or at least just go through the list and, and share our personal feelings. How's that sound? That's fine. Yep. Um, Doom is back. Doom is back. Is this Doom's first re- return? Is that the case? I do believe so. Um, I'd have to double check. Uh, I got it here. Uh, yeah, it is his first time returning. Uh, him, you know, and it kind of fits because he's the opposite of Naga and ether raids he's an anima hero whereas naga's mythic mm-hmm. uh, but we have another new year's one with levitae in there yeah this uh and, and the funny thing is uh with colorless i it's funny it's one of those instances where i have all three and i don't want to merge or or whatever like i'm cool with my yeah, one I'm, copy i don't dive really deep. looking at um colorless either that much yeah know? and i did end up getting a copy of valura on that banner where she came out and i she is pretty cool don't get me wrong so i think if you're going for colorless like you're probably getting a good gambit because uh yeah like duma actually i might i, I don't know if i have levitain either way I, I probably wasn't going for her but between duma and valoria like that's probably a good haul if you were able to get one of those yeah, but um, especially now with Naga, which we'll go over why in a bit, Duma's not as useful as he used to be. No. So. We'll talk about that for sure. Uh, yeah. You talked about going for green because you wanted Lou. That was just a character you hadn't yep. been able to get your hands Lou, on before. Lou's, yeah, Lou's one of the characters from his banner that I didn't get. Um, I managed to get a random Sue who was also on that banner, um, but didn't get Lou and... Hopped in a little bit, but Lou was kind of a, I would like to have him. Yeah. And when I got pity broken by Lynn, it was like, yeah, okay. Not that worried about him. So There was a nice dig in the Discord about Legendary Lynn, and people keep apologizing to me when they, it's like, I get it. She's not 
the highly sought after legendary hero, I'm fine with that. But like, because yeah. I'm a because I'm a collector of my favorite heroes, not a collector of the strongest heroes. I'm cool with Lin just being Lin. And I, would I like to have a better Lin character? Sure. Like there hasn't been a lot of Lin characters to light the world on fire. However, legendary was probably her shot, and I and I know I asked kind of shot shot Lin in the foot there, but yeah, legendary Lin not quite the strongest legendary hero. Yep. And then of course you got the Fjorm there from green. Yeah. You finish out that ring. So. I did get New Year's Fjorm. I already had her, and again, I just like the idea of uh, Fjorm alts more, please. I like Fjorm. She's probably one of the best. You know, Fire Emblem Heroes characters that they've that they've come out with that feels like a real like unique Fire Emblem hero. So I think they nailed it in book two with her. So yes, she does seem to be quite popular as the Bridal Banner showed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a couple people in Discord who were like, "Oh no, don't be Fjorm! I got orbs I'm saving up. I don't want to spend them." You know? <laughs> people were hoping for Setsuna, and it's kind of like, yep. uh, "Guys, come on! It's not going to be Setsuna. It's definitely Fjorm." But. Oh, there's no definitely. It could have been Setsuna. The hair is somewhat similar, but true. Yeah, as I kind of pointed out before the banner came out, I think this is Fjorm's year. So you know, you think we get one more? Year, we might get a summer Fjorm, but um, I'm just more thinking that. I mean, unless they actually explain why she's not dead yet and reintroduce. In- integrate her more into the actual storyline i don't think we're gonna see many fjormalts in the future yeah like her last i I don't want to say canon but her last story beat in the main chapters was i'm dying and i have a limited amount of time left so yeah i don't know it seems like the perfect opportunity to save her considering you're dealing with the afterlife with hell but and then uh, there was the weird forging moms with the um fallen characters or whatever you want to call them yeah. where she seemed perfectly fine she wasn't coughing anymore even they seem to reintroduce her into paralogues just willy-nilly and be like don't look over here where the last shot we had was her saying she was gonna die just look over here you love fjorm we're not gonna kill her she's doing these paralogues and it's kind of yep. like uh, guys this is a little cheap so- but uh um uh, the blue banner we're gonna talk about naga in a bit but the we talked about tiki legendary tiki and is it? I thought it was yes. Brave Hector. Is it legend? It's not Legendary Hector. I'm just uh, reading it's the note. Brave Hector. Legendary Hector was an axe unit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got the info wrong on uh, Serene's Forest. Well, this is how you know we use Serene Forest very, very heavily. Uh, they're a great resource if you're looking to keep up to date. Not that you should unsubscribe from our show. Definitely don't do that. But um, great resource. <laughs> yes. Just um, double check. Legendary Hector is green. So yeah, I figured as much. Uh, but yeah, Legendary Tiki, very strong unit and kind of interesting paired along Mythic Naga because of you know the dragon powers and stuff, right? Yep. But um, yeah, I already well, had these kind characters of threatened by Naga because she is a dragon. But... True, 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 true. Because so. yeah, Mythic Mythic Naga has yeah. a, a bit of a thing for dragons. Um, but yeah, leg- you know, yeah, Brave right. Hector that from last year. So yep. you probably might already have him. But uh, rounding out the banner, you've got in red, you've got Hrid, which is just a normal unit. And then... No, he's a legendary. He's legendary. Man, oh man. Okay. These notes. Uh, legendary Hrid. I knew that. 
Uh, New Year's Gunthra, which we mentioned, and then Legendary Erica. I got that which one. We also mentioned so. Yeah, so it's a pretty solid we, banner. Like we mentioned, I think I think you're right that it was Sandman. I didn't double check, but uh, one you know we have someone who does a review in Discord every month. If you want to join the Discord and check that out. Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Look for the Fire Emblem channel. It's it's been quieter lately. I think a lot of people are, you know, waiting for, you know, three houses news and then it'll probably light up, but there's still a lot of people playing Fire Emblem Heroes and talking about it and the content hasn't slowed. I think just the pace has gotten very predictable. So like I'd say every three days we're in there having a good conversation about what's been announced. Um that seems to be the flow, but uh, I really dig the conversations, and I try to pop in as much as possible for sure. Uh, but let's look at the let's look at Mythic Naga. I want to hear why she is the the queen of dragons, the burner of the sand lines, the order of coffee with long names. Let's hear it. Okay, uh, that was, a, that was probably, Game of Thrones reference. Ah, okay. <laughs> she's probably one of the most mentioned characters in. Um, all of Fire Emblem, or at least she has one of the highest number of games that I can think of. Um, and I think she might even be hinted at in some of the other series, you know. But uh, hailing, as we mentioned last week, from the Arcania games in Awakening, the Divine Dragon Naga joins us. Uh, she's the one who gave Falchion and other weapons to fight dragons to humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's also the direct ancestor of Tiki, if not her mother. Um, you know, not a, her actual mother. She is an ancestor of Tiki. She joins heroes as a blue Astra mythic flying dragon hero, uh, granting defense plus five and HP plus five as her mythic boost. Uh, her weapon, Divine Breath, has the usual dragon effect of um, using lower def- the lower of the defensive stats if the person is attacking at range. Assuming she can retaliate at range. Uh, as well as granting attack plus three, being effective against dragons, and granting a blue granting a boost to her main four stats of three times the number of allies within two spaces who have effective against dragons on them. Uh, so that pairs nicely with her um mythics her unique mythic skill. Uh, which and also there's a max of nine plus nine to her stats. Um, her n- unique mythic skill, Divine Fang, grants adjacent allies effective against dragons for the turn. Um, so essentially, at the start of the turn, it gives them effective against dragon until the end of the turn, which helps boost her um, weapon. Uh, she also has a new Ether Raid offense skill. This one being for attack and speed. As well as Luna, Chill Speed, and Chill Speed rounding out her skills. Not too bad. You know, she's a very strong unit, and the funny thing is, you're right, like, highly mentioned. She's kind of a lore character in Fire Emblem, and I, you know, I was looking her up, I think, when we, before she was even announced, when we mentioned it one episode, and I was looking her up, and I guess she appears in Fire Emblem Awakening in Chapter 24. I don't know if you see her. But I would imagine if she's appearing, then you you would see her. Uh, yeah, if she appears, I guess you see her. I just it's been a while, so I don't remember it off the top of my head. 
Yeah, I don't really remember either, to be honest, but I know she's mentioned she's mentioned heavily throughout. But it's really cool that Fire Emblem Heroes is able to pull in these these legendary and mythic heroes and giving us a taste of what a character may look like in a playable format. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit, but the, the video that was put out by Nintendo Mobile was basically saying that this is the first time you'll ever, you've ever been able to play as Naga, which is similar to Duma as well. Like, we've never been able to play as yeah. these characters. I mean, pretty much all mythic characters are going to be most likely the first time you've ever been able to play as them. That, because yeah, most of true. them are ones discussed as as gods, you know, or... We haven't had it yet, but I fully suspect that the like eight crusaders that everyone in um, Shadow Dragon discuss. Oh, I'm a descendant of the great such and such. You know, like the one who originally sealed away uh, the evil dragon in the first, who was given divi- the divine falchion by mm-hmm. Naga originally, who is Marth's ancestor. True. They make a lot about these eight crusaders, I believe it is, you know, who saved humanity years and years ago. So they might show up as mythic heroes, but they have never been playable that I know of. Yeah, and and the lore that she granted humanity, like you said, the ability to fight dragons, that's literally her skill, where she just gives everybody the ability to be effective against dragons. And that is in insane it basically takes care of dragon emblem oh, yeah. completely and like, like you said like, like, like i mentioned it makes duma very uh vulnerable mm-hmm. i mean you you get a naga she starts with two people next to her and gets in there on duma and has enough people next to her to boost her stats plus effective against dragons or even if she you know isn't the only one everyone around her suddenly has effective against dragons to smack Duma down. And she's likely to encounter Duma because she's an Astra hero and Duma's anima, so their Ether Raid matchup would fall on the same uh, week, same rotation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I mentioned earlier about this Discovering Naga video that was put out for the Nintendo Mobile YouTube channel. And a lot of people, a couple of people in Discord were noting that this was, oh, this was a nice new thing. And I feel like, I feel like they've done something like this before, but it, but, but they did it and then they stopped. Like it was kind of a trial. Yeah. I feel like they've done it before. They've done some videos before, um, you know, and it just seems to be few and far between. I guess they wanted to emphasize how Naga's skill works in tandem with her weapon. Mm-hmm. You know, because it shows like a tech, tactics drill map uh, for featuring Naga that shows, you know, uh, in the video they show him failing, but essentially if he were to do things in the right order, he would have easily won because, but he did it in such a way that caused her to fail. Yeah. Look, well, the video like straight up runs you through the tactic drill and then he telegraphs how you could beat it. But yeah, you're like you see, he makes one wrong move, and he and it's really cool because it's essentially like a guide of a tactic drill, which really isn't like this mode or this map that's going to reward you a lot. So it's kind of cool that they're just saying like, no, we're putting this together to teach you. So let's put together a guide that 
leads you towards the conclusion in a positive way, but then steers you in the opposite direction to show how one false move in a tactics game can cause you to lose. And I thought that was a really well done video to showcase the skills and paired really well with the tactic drill. Cause I don't know about you, Eddie, but I really haven't been paying attention to the new tactic drills they've been adding. Um, I yeah, haven't been in there. In a long I time. haven't been paying attention to them all either. I did a, good chunk of them initially and then haven't hopped back in very often mm-hmm. if at all well this was the first time i actually hopped in since probably its inception and uh it was thanks to this video so i i hope they do this for all sort of tactic heavy heroes uh you know legendary and mythic but but this is one of those skills that i think warrants some extra attention because it is kind of unique and pretty powerful as well and and can upend the meta as you said with its uh, sort of its duma counter so yeah i really liked it i hope they do more of these um but eddie as always we conclude our mythic and legendary banner discussions with when the hell is mythic naga coming back when is she returning yeah uh naga naga returns in august uh tiki also is coming back in august um actually most of the legendary mythic eunuchs on this Units on this banner are coming back in August. Uh, the one except or one of the exceptions is Lynn, uh, who will be back in July, and the entire red uh, batch of units is coming back in September instead of August. Uh, there was a note that Mike—I don't know where Mike came from—but Ike, legendary <laughs> Ike, was moved from July to August. So. Um, you know, he was last month. He was slated as coming back in July, but they're saying nope. He's going to be back in August now. Do you feel so, like maybe that's a shuffle of the red, and maybe there are is our legendary or mythic hero in August going to be red? Is that what we're thinking? That's what I'm thinking. Not August in July. I oh, think sorry, July. July. Be red. Yeah, okay. Uh, because, and I could be wrong. They may be planning to go full a hundred percent all. Yeah, words complicated. Mm-hmm. They may be in the heading quickly towards having all twelve of the legendary or all twelve of the heroes on the legendary banner to um, be legendary or mythic, which I think is unlikely. But they might be doing that. Mm-hmm. But if you look at July, the only one that doesn't have two here, two color, only color that does not already have two heroes on it now that they moved Ike is um, red. Hmm. Um, and part of me thinks that they may have been thinking of trying to do maybe a Gustav or maybe even a quick Edelgard. Because Edelgard is often seen with an axe. Uh, you know, a green hero in July, but decide to either push it back or just completely rework the unit at some point and shifted it to a different unit red. Could be completely wrong, don't know. Although that would be a mythic month, so those are unlikely. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of Edelgard and speculation, and uh, I believe you even mentioned corners, let's head over to speculation corner and talk about what our new heroes uh, for June are going to be, because there's some new hero banners, and there's been some discussion in Discord about what what we're going to see from Three Houses, because there's some precedent with uh, Shadows of Valencia, and that launched a couple years ago while this game was was uh, was first 
incepted. So uh, let's talk about new heroes in June and what we think yeah. those might be. Well, no clue about June. The precedent technically would have the uh, Three Houses characters coming out in July. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think it happened before the release of the game, but the same month as Echoes for those characters. Um, you know, there was discussion in uh, Discord about saving up orbs for a power crept Erica or Edelgard. Um, and I misread that thinking maybe they were talking about it being a mythic or legendary. Um, and I was looking and, you know, the mistake I made now just kind of emphasizes that it's a mythic in July, not a legendary. So it's like, yeah, Edelgard couldn't be the legend, uh, the July unit. Um, and then I realized afterwards that, oh, they were talking just normal unit banner. Uh, so... The most likely thing I think is we're going to have the July heroes to be three houses with, I'm guessing, the three lords on um, the banner with one Byleth and the other Byleth as a GHB unit, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, or we could have one of the three lords as one of the GHB units. Don't know. Yeah, because I think with Shadows of Valencia, we got a pretty. We got a banner of heroes. <laughs> before the game launched was that right yes i believe it was the same month that the game was launching but before the game actually launched mm-hmm. so I by that misremembering but i think that's what happened yeah i i'm pretty sure it was before launch they were hyping up shadows of valentia in fire emblem heroes which is the whole point of nintendo's mobile games is that they are advertising tools to push you towards the main games uh, that's what they yeah. always, I mean, obviously they set out to make a great, a fun game that people want to play, but the reason they go into mobile development was to push people towards their, their home market, which is their bread and butter. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. I think it'll be in July. It's not going to be in June. Um, I but mean, the uh, only yeah. way I could think it might be in June is if they decide to do three banners for each of the three houses mm-hmm. and like have June be a black eagle or a blue lion banner july be a one of the you know the golden deer or you know any of the three and then the last one being in august uh but i feel like they're not likely to use to spend three months on one game i also don't think they're gonna just release a bunch of heroes for three houses right away i think they're going to spread it out and we're going to be probably they're probably going to want us leaving wanting more three houses characters as opposed to being like whoa that's a lot of three houses uh because they and can do also, a lot another by spreading thing it is out. i think they're going to want to find some you know get some time to figure out who the popular characters are from True. three houses give it a little bit i mean the way development works we've talked about this with the brave heroes and how they pick them in sort of the february january area and then they release them late summer that's a six month seven month turnaround time so finding out which one's popular i i wonder if they'd take that metric into account because that would mean basically at the end of the year we'd be getting the quote-unquote popular three houses characters but maybe that's where they fit them into a special banner and that's is that what you're kind of getting at Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's just more like, and it's not always the most popular, but they seem to like getting the more popular ones out quicker, or the ones they feel are more popular. 
Yeah. Like, oh, for the sure. The fact that we have, like, what, five or six Camillas? We have uh, yeah. quite a few Camillas, quite yeah. a few Lins. Yeah. I could so. see us getting a, an alt hero for one of the popular characters that surfaces from Three Houses uh, before the end of the year. Um, but it's funny, we kind of, we knew this was going to happen, but we don't know anything about the heroes coming in June, but there is a new heroes banner starting on the 11th of June, I believe. Uh, what do we do up for? What are our hopes? It seems to be awakening that kind of gets thrown out there a lot. There hasn't been an, a, an awakening banner in quite some time. Yeah, there's maybe one or two awakening units on like a special banner, but not a ton of awakening in a while. Yeah. I'm not even sure how many were on a special banner recently, but they could be holding off on Awakening. It just feels like there's been a lot of fates with no Awakening in a while. So, mm-hmm. so what are your what are your thoughts? Are you locking in Awakening, or are you thinking it's just it, we're we're not really sure? I have no clue. I mean, there's so many characters from so many games to still ring in, you know, and. I'd have to look and see exactly when the most recent units have come from. I mean, they kind of heavily pushed all the beast units, but like I said last time, I think we've got most of the beast units covered so already. So aside from special banners or adding new types of beast units and stuff, I'm not sure how much more we can have there, other than more from the Tellius series. Um, hard to say. I could see us getting, maybe if we're going to get another beast banner, it's probably going to be, be, like, do we know if there are beast units in three houses? Or have we seen that yet? No, we don't know. They have not shown it if there are. Okay. Well, I I think if there would be, then... It seems to have been a regular thing since Awakening, but it's not a guarantee. And even in Awakening, it was one or two units. I mean, also in three houses, all we've seen so far are the... You know, uh, 20 to 24 students mm-hmm. and a couple teachers. I mean, which for a phylum game is a very small roster. Yeah. So, Man, I got to say, I cannot wait for Three Houses. I, th- I think the Fire Emblem franchise, especially with a game that updates weekly, if not twice a week, we need some new blood. Uh, you know, the book... The, the custom Fire Emblem heroes, heroes that they're adding, uh, they're just not coming, they're not introducing new characters fast enough to warrant like a like a weekly drop or a, uh, every other month. Sorry. New heroes are like, what, once a month at least? Is how they've been doing uh, it? Right now they've been, yeah, they've shifted into a once a month new heroes, once a month special heroes. Mm-hmm. So uh, the foreseeable future month that I can see that'll be... Uh, will not have any special heroes would be August. Yeah, well... Because we'll have the... In theory, we'll have new heroes at the start of the month and the brave heroes at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's uh, that's probably going to do it. Really good discussion about what we're going to be looking at coming up in June and July. I'm sure Three Houses will pop up again. We talked uh, pre-show that next week... We're going to have Game Club, and we're going from chapters 11 to 13 in Fire Emblem Fates Conquest. So if you've been playing along, or if you've probably shot ahead of us, we are, you know, we, we, tend to, we tend to slow things down just to be able to discuss things in detail. It is a game club after all. But uh, if you're not caught up, you can play to 13 and uh, play alongside us. 
But then after that, Eddie, we're looking at E3, and I mean, it's a safe bet we're going to have some Fire Emblem Three Houses news to discuss. Nah, they'll probably just ignore it. If they did yeah, that, I think there'd be a riot. They have some Three Houses news. <laughs> Maybe we'll find out where we'll get more than eight units for our army. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see. I mean, I, me- I mentioned we know about 24 units, 25 if you count Byleth, and like 26 or 7 if you count the other teachers. Uh, but, you know, as far as we know right now, we only get 8 of those 24 units. Because we only pick one house. We have no clue if the other houses join you or not. You know, so maybe we'll find out more about that. Who knows? But... Yeah, we well, probably will get some news. I mean, especially since they've shifted uh, Pokemon off of the E3 news. Yeah, they're in a big way. So, um, so expecting three houses in Animal Crossing to be the big ones on the E3 direct. Mm-hmm. Well, I look forward to E3 and all of our discussions of new Fire Emblem games because I am itching for it. Uh, I think we mentioned last week that Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses is about two months off, so we're now a month and three weeks. So keep the countdown a rolling. Eddie, that's the show this week. Thank you so much for another fantastic hour of Fire Emblem Heroes discussion. Uh, next week we should have the update to discuss. We will. Oh, I think next week we'll have a good chunk. And then we'll be able to yeah, break, we, and then we'll be able we to We may talk even about have the new stuff. heroes. We'll have update and we can at least might be able to mention the new heroes depends on when the video drops but yeah probably won't go into depth on the new heroes next week though no for the week after once they're actually out we like to have some time with them or at least be able to we like to be able to summon them before we we deep dive even though they do give us all the stats we could essentially do it but I, i like to have them in the game so um we will certainly discuss all that. Plenty to talk about. But until then, visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash Faye. That's F-E-H. Email the show, Faye at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel and the Gamers in Discord over at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. You can follow us on Twitter. Find myself at R. Murphy, Eddie at Dralfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning. Mm-hmm.